Hey guys, I'm Mike, and this is No Limits, the Mitch Rap Podcast. Unfortunately, Chris is unavailable this week, as he and his family are under the weather. So, we're going to have to push back our Consent to Kill episodes by a week. I know, disappointing, but we're really looking forward to bringing you those episodes as soon as we can. As you know, Consent to Kill is a fan favorite and definitely a Mitch Rap Pod favorite, so uh, we are pumped to bring that to you. It's, we're just not going to get it out until next week when Chris and I can record back together again. So, for today, we're going to release an extended teaser of our first three Rap on Rap episodes. As you may have heard, Rap on Rap is a Patreon patron exclusive podcast series where we record 10 to 15 minute chats about random topics, you know, about all things rap. So today you'll hear our first episode on secondary characters in the rap universe that we would love to see a spin-off novel about, maybe get the the backstory of. Our second episode, we talk about our favorite and perhaps the most fitting rap titles, so book titles. And finally, our last in the Rap on Rap series, episode three, was an extended cut of some post-credit after recording banter with Brian C. You remember Brian from episode 36 of the Com Majors podcast. So uh, you can get a little bit more of our chat with him if you like that. He's a big reader, big rap fan, and a big movie buff. Well, if you do enjoy these Rap on Rap chats, as always, we invite you to become a patron and help support the podcast. You'll get access to the complete Rap on Rap podcast series, and you'll get other perks such as Mitch Rap Pod stickers and a rap reading checklist bookmark. I use mine to check off all the books that we've reread and covered on the series. So you can get your own rap bookmark from us. Just click the Support Us on Patreon button at MitchRapPod.com to learn more and get involved. Speaking of our patrons, before we, we jump in and give you those teasers, we were so excited last week to announce our $500 contribution to the Prostate Cancer Foundation. We're equally excited to turn a new page to our partnership with Operation Paperback. So fantastic. This group has already helped put 3 million gently used books in the hands of our active duty troops and veterans. And so we're really happy that. And just to clarify what we're going to be doing, we are going to be using some of the Patreon proceeds to send monthly care packages to a few um, troops, active duty troops, uh, containing a couple of Mitch Rap books each. So we would like to commit 15 to 20 Mitch Rap books um, that we will send in care packages to a couple of uh, soldiers on our front lines. So a couple of things you can do to get involved. One, you can just go to operationpaperback.org and read about their mission. They even have um, a registration form if you have extra books on hand. doesn't have to be rap books or thrillers. They can find a home for any gently used book that you're willing to part with. So you can sign up and become a volunteer directly with them. 
However, if you do have additional wrap books, you've already gifted some of your extra copies of your, your wrap books to friends and family, and you're still looking to offload others, you can ship them directly to us here at the podcast, and we will make sure they get in one of our monthly care packages that we will be sending out uh, to troops. So if you are interested in that and getting your books to us to put into a care package, you can just email us at mitchrappod at gmail.com. So lots of ways you can get involved, whether it's becoming a patron and helping us uh, financially support this effort, going to operationpaperback.org, registering yourself to be a volunteer shipper, or uh, getting your wrap books to us here at the podcast to add to our care packages. So the good thing here is the, the postal service, USPS, has a media mail option. So anytime you're shipping out books, including to our military bases, because they have a, you know, um, a U.S. zip code, they're considered domestic uh, territory, you can use media mail. And it's really cheap, regardless of the weight of the package. If you have books in the box, just tell the clerk at any post office that you would like to ship media rate, and you get a really significantly reduced rate on uh, shipping books through the Postal Service. So if you get involved, uh, reach out to us. And if you do end up registering and sending in any books through Operation Paperback, uh, we'd love to know about that. So we'd love to hear it. So again, reach out on social media or drop us a note at mitchrappod at gmail.com. All right, the last announcement we'll make before giving you the teaser of our Wrap on Wrap episodes is the hashtag Wrap Workout Challenge. You might have seen right before New Year's, I think I posted it a couple of days after Christmas, the Wrap Workout Challenge. We asked you to, instead of a New Year's resolution, give us a workout routine involving the first name of a rap book one of the rap one of the most recent rap books you read or any one that you like and then the most recent form of exercise you've done and we got a whole lot of uh exciting workout names i'll give you a few runner runners up that that we liked total deadlifts pursuit cycling total golf consent to walk lethal pushups red tennis that was a good one uh, lethal walking. We had some good ones, but the Mitrap Pod sticker, we picked a winner. The Mitrap Pod sticker will be going to Tim R., Tim Reedy, one of our Facebook followers who chimed in. Tim's workout was extreme racquetball. Couldn't beat that. The only thing better than extreme racquetball would be lethal racquetball, which is, you know, you put Scott Coleman and Mitch together on a racquetball court in, or in that room. Anyway, Tim, congratulations. We liked your creativity there. We will be mailing you and reaching out to get you a Mitch Rap Pod sticker. All right, guys. Well, that about sums it up. So please enjoy these next few minutes of teasers from our first three episodes of the patron exclusive Rap on Rap series. And we'll be back next week with our first part one breakdown of Consent to Kill. Enjoy. Hey guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Mike. And welcome to Rap on Rap. Yes, so 
we've been wanting to do one of these for you guys for a while, um, for our patrons. Just a quick, you know, 10, 15 minutes, just, just talking about rap. Two of us, uh, me and Mike. And we'd love to, you know, if you want to send some feedback on these, and we'd love to hear about you, we can, you know, in the future, we could just have you guys on, talk about this kind of stuff. But, you know, just to kick it off, uh, Mike had sort of come up with this idea of what characters we would like to see for a spinoff slash standalone novel. And he had posted this on his Twitter, uh, on our Twitter, and uh, we'd gotten a couple of responses. And what were the top choices, Mike? So obviously we got the standards, you know, mm-hmm. that everyone wants to see and you and I have talked about and Kyle has even mentioned. So the top ones, of course, Scott Coleman, everyone was writing Scott Coleman, early days, commander of SEAL Team 6, you know, uh, what that was like, some of the missions he was on. A couple of people wrote back, hey, we have a Scott Coleman book, you know, term limits, check it out. And right. You know, of course, some people are like, oh, I haven't read it. But others were still like, yeah, I read Term Limits, but I want to see what drove him off the deep end. Right. right like right. what hardened him so much that when he got out of the teams, he, he you know, turned to political assassination. So there's <laughs> yeah. a story there, right? There's a big story there. No, there is a story there. Yeah. And the other one, of course, you and I have talked about it. Kyle told us he wants to write a Cold War you know, early days espionage thriller and a young Stan Hurley, man, that would be something. And, you know, while he's in his earlier years, you know, he was a mentor to Irene as a little girl. So it's like you can have a a young Irene come up in that storyline. And then Thomas Stansfield, he crossed paths with, we paths with, we know they had a very interesting relationship. We'll just leave it at that. But seeing a, a, young Stansfield at the same time, you know, the, the founding of the CIA, you know, from the OSS to the CIA, you know, behind the iron curtain, uh, operations It'd be really cool to see Stansfield getting his feet wet in espionage. Yeah. That's one of the things that I feel like I have yet to see either in, or I have yet to read or see in like television. You know, I love, the sh- I've mentioned this a couple of times on the, sh- on the pod. I love the show Homeland and like Saul Berenson was, he, I think he's a little bit younger than, than Stansfield, but he's like, he plays that similar character where he worked behind the, you know, the line in Germany and in Russia. And I would love to just see that kind of, I, I love CIA stuff. That why, why do you think I'm doing this pod? You know, I love, you know, Spycraft and to see a young Thomas Stansfield, and the beginning of what the CIA was to become in the Wild Bill Donovan days, that would be great. Yeah, definitely. And like I mentioned, it'd be pretty cool, I guess, a little later on in the Cold War. But Irene growing up in Beirut, right? Mm-hmm. I think her mother was Lebanese, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Um, and her father worked in Beirut and uh, the attack that shaped her, you know, her father. I don't know if we ever learn he died in the actual real attack, you know, the one on our embassy um, in he Beirut, he, that that was part of that. So, I mean, it'd be really cool to see a historical-based thriller about those events. And then, like, Reagan sending in the Marines, and, you know, there's a whole, whole history there that would be cool for a historical thriller. And to drop a young Irene in the middle of it, you know, Uncle Stan, you know, popping in, that'd be really cool to uh, to hear that story. Yeah, even, like, a whole book just about, like, 
the buildup of her father, you know, like from, it could have been, you know, like a rogue one type prequel where, you know, what's we know what's going to happen, but we're just fleshing out like the minor details. That would have been cool. Can you imagine him like having a scene with Reagan in the white house, getting appointed to whatever position and then, (laughs) right. Right. You know, or can you imagine Stansfield being, um, an operative who has to meet with Kennedy's father and like, he's more senior, but a young Stansfield kind is running him and like telling him who he's going to meet with at the embassy in Beirut and like how to watch his back and like look out for signs or like dead drops. Right. Can you imagine like Kennedy's father doing a dead drop for somebody in the middle of Beirut? I just, I just think it'd be crazy cool to to see some of that. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I threw one out there, and a couple of people caught on. I wouldn't say it, it, it was trending or anything, but Wicker, man, don't you want to know his journey to becoming the best sniper in the world? I'd love to to hear about him You know, in the teams, which he's still active duty, so uh, how he first got involved. I want to see some of these guys in high school. You know, What were they doing with their friends before they signed up? He reminds me of uh, Chris Kyle, right? That's the guy from American Sniper. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of like that that kind of character although you know chris kyle was huge but i was gonna say totally Charlie, different in stature. yeah charlie charlie vicker is very small chris kyle was like way too big to be a sniper but um yeah. yeah no yeah i would love to just get a lot of the backstory on like him and you know who are the other like key players in the older ones were hackett and strobel right so hackett the original seals with yeah. um uh coleman's company And welcome back to Rap on Rap Part 2. Let's rap on rap, baby. (laughs) So today's Rap on Rap, we figured we would just talk about uh, something that we actually are going to bring to the main pod and this idea of like what's in a name and talk in order to talk about the actual titles of the book and to see, you know, another thing we're eventually going to talk about or rap on rap about is our, our favorite book covers and a lot of times in our book cover section we we give we give one maybe two some a lot a lot of critiques yeah but you could also do the same thing for the book titles and, and either get yeah. a praise or you know give it a critique and really break it down and like how actually does this book title you know come into play with this with this novel or or does it not at all you know like yeah. so uh, i pose this question to you mike out of the so the books we've now covered Mm-hmm. are the first five in the Vince Flynn uh, series. So term limits, transfer of power, third option, separation of power, executive power, as well as we did a little uh, out of order. Um, we went and read the latest of Kyle Mills, Lethal Agent and Total Power. So out of those seven, right, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, um, what is your favorite title of the books we've read? All right. There's probably then, a tie. Is is that allowed? I think yeah, it's sure. Hmm. It, it's our it's our podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, let me go. Let me work backwards. Let me do some negativity here. You know, right, I'm usually right, right. yeah. That that was going <laughs> to be my that was going to be my follow up. Sorry. Right, All right. Give me your best one, and then I want I want to know your worst one. Okay. Like, what, what do you well, think I was is do like, like process doesn't... of elimination? Okay. You know I'm sorry. Right. We we only have seven. So. All right. We only have seven. Here we go. I'm going to rule out executive power and separation of power. They were like 
akin to the power lines on the covers. <laughs> they were kind of like not working for me. Um, executive power, probably more so. I was, I just, I didn't see it. I'll leave it at that. Separation of power. There was a little bit going on there with. Um, I'm guessing because like you have the Senate because you have a senator exactly. versus the uh, the president. Exactly. Like that 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 was the play. But yeah, yep. I, I guess executive power. I didn't. Yeah. Besides the fact that like Mitch has executive power to do whatever whatever he wants, like um... yeah, it, I don't know. I didn't see such a connection there. And executive power is like the White House, or I would expect the West Wing or the executive branch to really like pull rank, like some judicial showdown where the executive branch wins out, or maybe like the whole Hank Clark storyline where right like. He mm-hmm. wants to become mm-hmm. president, but he's still a senator. So, all right, we're both ruling those two out. Executive power works better for separation of power, honestly. It, it does. But yeah, it does. It does. All right. So with those ruled out, yeah, I would agree. With um, you. I gotta go with Vince's first three books. Uh, killed it. So I'm between term limits, transfer power, and third option. I think term limits is gonna take the cake. I just, and I know it was kind of a uh, after he wrote it. Uh, mm-hmm. Not what was the original title again? <laughs> something rising from the shadows or something dumb, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like the editor had to be like, yeah, yeah. we're not going with that. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta have a better title. Yeah, and then I had fun with term limits, playing with uh, the idea of if real legislative term limits were enacted, if it was either a constitutional amendment and or. You know, the 50 states had their own legislation for limiting Congress people. I really played that out and thought this could do a lot of good in unlocking Washington and bringing power back to the people. So I like that title. Well, I also think it's 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 what probably out of the first three the best because it I don't think they ever actually talk about term limits in the novel. The only like the term limits is brought up because the assassins are assassinations. Yeah, they're like those are the new term limits. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I guess they bring up the fact that they don't like that these politicians have been in office for for so long, and that's why they're doing this. Whatever. But it's it's that good duality in terms of not actually bringing it up. Whereas like in the third option, they literally t- yeah. like there's a whole the whole first prologue is about what the third option is. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then that's why if power... I if I went with a tie just while you're on third option, third option was going to be up there pretty much with term limits because of that opening uh, prelude or the prologue, mm-hmm. whatever it was. It just set up so well that this book is going to operate in that gray zone, that really right. badass like the first option's diplomacy, second option's war. This one's going to be doing some shady shit in the middle. So third option was pretty pretty good, uh, pretty good for me too. Right, and then transfer of power obviously is just. It is the whole book is about the changeover of an administration, right? So we yeah. we're gonna get that, uh, or like we have a new president that just came in, right? Yeah. So a little too on the nose for me, though. Like you take over the White House, transfer power, yeah, so yeah. Um, but honestly, for me, I really liked both of Lethal Agent and Total Power, and I would yeah. have to say Total Power wins it for me. Yeah. Out of the out of our seven, because really, I don't know. It just conveyed this idea, and it's not like brought up in the novel. You know, like no one, no one, it does, no one uses it as a catchphrase. Like it just encompasses this idea of one 
total like having the total power to get rid of all power like is the goal of our villain right um yeah I don't know. That's I, that's why I, I like. And then lethal agent is just there. There is this lethal agent out there, and also the lethal agent can kill the world's most lethal agent in Mitrat. You know, can potentially kill yeah. the world's most lethal agent like that. You can look that at double lethal entendre. agent. And, yeah, the double entendre with that one is great. Thanks to you guys. I haven't read much during. Um, pandemic i reread a bunch of the rap stuff because you guys were doing it so i thought like you know what I'll, i'm gonna reread this and then hold the episodes and then you know listen to them I, i've been watching i watched it I've, i'm about to watch my 250th movie i year. heard you say that on on wow. i think it was social network or one of these last episodes yeah. I was like, whoa because yeah. I, i'm the opposite during quarantine i started reading because of this podcast and then people yeah, recommended same. things like i picked up matthew bedley like you said i picked up chris howdy i picked up jack carr and because of that i've watched so much fewer movies than i had, had yeah i'm to. the opposite i think it's just i have a one-year-old so I just, I think with books, it, like I, I love to invest myself in books. And I think it was just between teaching and a pandemic world. I was just like, That's I can't, I need something that I can watch in one sitting and don't have to worry about being connected. Cause who knows what the next day is going to bring. Yeah. So I'm actually looking forward um, to, I mean, I read total power twice. Yep. Which, I mean, mainly because I was interviewing Kyle. So I was like, I read it when the R came and then I'm like, all right, I gotta, I really gotta read. Exactly what I did. <laughs> reread this again. Yep. And then I actually read Matt Bentley's book that hasn't even, it's not even in arc form yet because he and I are friends. Uh-huh. So I've, I've read The Neighborhood. And that, oh, I saw that. I saw him post about that. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm excited because I picked up his book when I was at this bookshop a few weeks ago. I haven't gotten to it, but you know, we started that an author series where we're trying yeah. to bring on more authors. So he's definitely on the list. I might reach out to or ask you if we can get a, a oh, plug yeah. there. I'll tell him. I told him I was coming on. So I said, oh, I cool. re- I'll make sure I talk to him. I, I tell him I have Overwatch. I really want to get to it. So. Overwatch is one of those ones where I, I never knew him. Uh, David Brown actually sent me the book because I was a rap ambassador. Oh, nice. And he's like, hey, this is a new guy. You want to read this? This is the oh, guy. Nice signed and now he's at a different publisher but and i read it it was like rap nobody was writing yeah anything like what he was writing at that time yeah. and that's it, like ward larson did you read yeah. ward i i he had an arc and i applied for it and i said something like hey you want to come on the podcast he's like sure i'll send you the arc i thought it was amazing this david yeah. slayton character so but i read it and I didn't know, man. I, I was probably one, there was only about 10 of us maybe who got the arc. So, I mean, I read this before it was even nobody. And then he messaged me because I was one of the few people who read it. He's like, what do you think? But now, yeah, we talk. About it. So I read The Neighborhood, the way till you read The Neighborhood. Okay. It's, uh, it's not, it's a new character. It's unbelievable. It's probably okay. the best, honestly, the best book I read this year. Wow. Okay. That, it's like just, All it's right, so, that's it's a statement. very different in the genre. I'm excited about that. And there's a lot of stuff right now that's absolutely the same in the genre. It's like that's true. A lot of the cookie storyline, just the name of the major character yep. is different, but it's all. Yep. Um, but he'll definitely. I'll, I'll talk to him. He, he's he's awesome. Not shy. Let me put it. Okay. I, I mean, I see some of his posts. He's a little outspoken on things. So yeah. Okay, yeah. I get he's that. not. Uh, but the fun thing about him is he doesn't care about outspoken. You could be good. 180 degrees different than him which I am on some things and he doesn't care. He's, yeah. it's, that's just him. 
Well, it was great. It was great to finally meet you and talk to you. It was great. You guys do awesome stuff. I love listening to you every week. So keep it up. You're doing such a great job as well. Hey, thank few, you. few podcasts get right into it like you guys and are, are this good this early. So you guys are doing awesome stuff. Hey, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank I love you. shopping around on com majors. I might not hit everyone, but I like going back. And just you know what? That's a guys. funny thing. I always thought we had to be that. And I kind of like that we're not. I kind of like now that we have so many that you can just yep. pick something and listen. It's also exciting. You guys can market it. Like sometimes if I need a movie to watch or it's like a Friday night, we're like, what do we watch? I'll see, I'll look for something you might've covered so that after I'm done, I get to listen to it. So it's also like right. fun to pick and choose old movies. Oh, I think, I, I think that yours, but yours is one is like, I love listening cause I'm a huge mission impossible guy. I listen to like the fuse podcast, but that's the same thing. Like their low is like you, you guys have a great logo that, people who are Mitch Rapp fans will know what it is. So you're almost willing, like you're, it's, it's that niche of a big enough niche that people will want that yeah. because they know what you guys are. Right. I went online. I'm like, there's this ambassador thing, which I didn't know about. And I never had social media. I'm like, there's a Mitch Rapp Twitter out there that I never heard. Oh, yeah. And I haven't been on Facebook in seven or eight years. I'm like, there's a whole Facebook thing going on. No, it's so. a very, it's a very, I, I, and I'm not in it that much, which might sound weird, um, mainly because I have so much to do. I'm not, but there are, it is, it's a huge, I mean, there are people who are so invested in it that it's, it's, uh, sometimes I feel guilty. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know how much of a, when they were like, oh, you're going to interview Kyle Mills. I'm like, sure, I'm not, probably people want to stick knives in my back. I'm like, they wanted the bookstore contact me. I'm like, who is that? Like out of the blue, they're like, yeah, we want you to interview Kyle Mills. Wow. Who are you? That's crazy. It opens doors. And it was like, like Dave, David's like, oh yeah, give him your name. I'm like, I said, I'm like, David, they're like, yeah, you're, you're the, you're the rep for new England. You could just go do it. There's not many of you up there. So what you do it. I'm, I'm like, people are going to be pissed. I'm like, there are people who are like investing obscene amounts of money into their obsession with Mitch Rapp. I'm like, He's like, yeah, but you've been reading for 20 years. So yeah, you earned it. You ha you have the street. You did, you did a great job. You did a great job. But he's just a great guy too. I mean, it's, he's a he's an easy interview. Yeah, he's very he's very easy. I was I was really happy with to do that. It was weird though. Why and doing anything live is uh, I don't think I could do. I don't think we could do the podcast live, Mike. Do you think so? Uh, so we have to try. We 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 promised our patrons that get to watch a live. Um, a we live do, podcast. We should do American Assassin live. We do every comedy. Ooh, your foray into uh, live episodes. You make that's a good idea. You do for you guys. It would be really good because you have a following. What's that next step? You know, are are do we want to turn it into like we love doing it? Which 125 episodes in, like genuinely, yeah, that's like I do most yeah. of the work. Like the, 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 like I do most of the back end work, like Katie, God bless her, which she's probably been the best thing that's happened to our show because it's so different than other shows because of her, but she'll just show up. Like she, she'll watch the movie. She'll walk in having done nothing before. Just ready to go. Exactly. exactly. You got to let, and especially you guys, you're so, but everybody's busy. Right. And it's just, yep. but you guys, but you guys also have something that is like timeless like your discussion of those books, like you can go back and listen to any of your episodes. Yeah. 
I think it'll be really interesting where you guys continue to go with it because you're going to be, you're kind of like Vince's books. You're going to be able to go back to listen to it based upon the book, but yeah. you take it in a lot of different directions. You know, that was our initial idea of we wanted a compendium of the book. So like if you're a new reader and you just pick it up five years from now, rip through the series, well, you got 70, 80, whatever it's going to be podcast to listen to while you do that, which could happen anytime. You know what I think is really interesting though with you guys have, I, I felt it was like almost the same way that I felt when Ryan started the real book spy, which is like, the, the most brilliant ideas are the ones where you're like, how the hell did I not do this? You know, like, like how the hell like, did I not do this? Yep. Like, like when Ryan was talking about the, I'm like, that is, yep. how has nobody else done this? And then having to like stick yep. with it, like people were constantly saying like, oh, we'll buy you out, Ryan, or we'll be a partner with you. And he had like faith in what he was going to do. Keep the and faith continue to build it and it's at its core when you think about what the real book spy like site is it's so simple yeah that right. nobody like with you guys like how was no with all these podcasts i was shocked i was shocked there was no major rap podcast that was the moment I, when chris and i were initially like hey quarantine podcast on something i think i brought it up at one of our friends hangouts i was like yeah i want to do a podcast and we all had just dumb ideas and we were like screw that pizza. we're moving on a, a pizza yeah but then when i went to to Apple Podcasts, and I searched Vince Flynn because I was getting it ready for Lethal Agent or whatever it was at the time. I guess Total Power, and I searched Vince Flynn, and zero. The results were zero. I know, it's crazy. And then I searched Mitch Rap, and it was like two interviews. Like Kyle did two interviews or something, and I'm like, "There's nothing." One of the things I've learned in the like the last stretch of, which is really weird because I I've never written a book, never even thought about writing a book is like getting to know some of these authors now, how weird the publishing industry is. Mm. It is yeah. weird. It is a weird industry. And people who we think would be like, this guy's a New York Times bestseller. Like, no, man, nobody's lining up to interview him. Nobody's, yeah. I mean, they will go on anything and everything. I mean, except for like Dan Brown, because the guy just prints money. But yeah, right. like most other people, they're like, I remember like meeting Steve Berry. I met all these guys to come I up. Love Steve Berry. And it's like, like literally I went up to meet him because I loved his stuff. And I was like, it was me. I was sitting in the front row and we were having like a personal conversation. Wow. Um, David Riccardi came up and uh, I went, I was like, ah, you know, they sent me an arc. So I read it and I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to go. It was me and his kids. <laughs> wow. His kid wow. Went to like Harvard That's crazy. and one went to you his family and me that's crazy thanks for coming loved on. it guys thanks so much for having me hope you enjoyed this content and remember if you did enjoy these discussions and want to get full access to the rap on rap podcast series consider becoming a patron help support the podcast you guys our patrons are the reason we are able to keep this show alive and keep it ad free so if you are interested in joining 
just go to MitchRapPod.com and click the orange Support Us on Patreon button. Don't forget, you'll also get other perks like your Mitch Rap Pod stickers, a rap reading list bookmark and checklist, and as always, 25% off any t-shirts or hoodies in our Mitch Rap Pod Teespring online store. So 25% off for our patrons on any order. Next week, with fingers crossed, <laughs> I hope a healthy Chris and I will be breaking down what a lot of us rap heads consider the most important rap novel in the series, Consent to Kill. It's a real game changer. It really does a lot to alter rap's course and the entire course of the series, as well as the thriller genre as a whole. What a shock it was what um, Vince was able to pull off in Consent to Kill, a, a really a, a piece of art. So look forward to that next week. And as always, we want to thank our patrons, including our special operator, Sherry F., along with our special agents, George, Matt, Dawn, Dennis, Peggy, Catherine, Ray, Bridget, and Jeff. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us using your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us online at MitchRapPod.com or using the Twitter or Instagram handle at MitchRapPod. And as always, just let Mitch be Mitch. Just a disclaimer, this podcast is not affiliated with Vince Flynn, Kyle Mills, or Simon & Schuster, but thank you to them for bringing us the wonderful world of rap. And the music soundtrack is Guerrilla Tactics by Raphael Crooks.